isn't about me. This is about what God promised you. You can have it. We can have it. Hey friends, it's your host Alia Simone and this is episode six. Yes, six. We are more than halfway through season one, and I'm so grateful to have you to tune in. If you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe to my podcast channel. Follow me on social media and share this episode with a friend, okay? I appreciate all the support that I get from all over the world. I see you guys. I see you guys. I see everyone from Africa, South Africa, the UK, the United States. I see everyone, and I love you all. But this episode... I want to talk about combating anxiety through mindfulness. Yes, we're about to get into some things. Okay, y'all, y'all ready? Are y'all ready? Because we're about to get into some things. So if you follow me on social media, you know that I went on a hiatus about a week ago. So I went on a hiatus for a week long, okay? To be exact, I went, it was on a, a week long. And during that time, I learned so much about myself and the relationship I had with God. I just... You know, I just started grad school about two weeks ago. I launched my podcast two months ago, and then I worked. So I felt like I was becoming overwhelmed, and then an incident happened in my life that really caused my spirit to become restless and anxious, y'all. So I had to go on a hiatus. All right, I don't know about y'all, but those are necessary. Like, that's self-care, a hiatus, okay? So I really need to go on this hiatus to get To just get in a quiet space with no distractions. I needed to pray and listen to God. And when I tell you he was talking, he was talking. Okay, friends, he was talking. I learned what it meant to be still and trusting him. So when I talk about mindfulness, I want you all to remember being still and trusting him. Okay, that's the first thing we're going to remember is being still and trusting in him. So first, let's define anxiety. You know, I Googled it and they gave me three definitions and you know, I'm going to read all three. So the first one is anxiety is your body's natural response to stress. It's a feeling of fear or apprehension about what's to come. The second definition is anxiety is a nervous disorder characterized by a state of excessive uneasiness and apprehension, typically with compulsive behavior, okay, compulsive behavior or panic attacks. And then the last definition is anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. And I'm pretty sure we all been in, you know, places when it was an uncertain outcome. But I just want to highlight the first definition, a feeling of fear or apprehension about what's to come. So we're going to just highlight that one. I'm highlighting this because fear can be disguised as anxiety. Perfectionism can be disguised as an anxiety because if you're constantly or you're just constantly or operating in a sense of perfection or excellency, you you can easily procrastinate or hesitate to do something or to accomplish something. When I wanted to release this podcast, I wanted everything to be perfect from my graphics to my brand shoots to my intro. And the more I wanted to aim for perfection, the longer I was delaying the process. Hence. I was busy, y'all, but I wasn't productive. Like, I was busy. I was a busybody, but I didn't see nothing progressing in my life. I didn't see no per. I was just being, I wasn't being productive. I wasn't releasing any content. And during my hiatus, these 
These same reoccurring triggers began to bombard my thoughts about something else I was working on. And during my quiet time, I realized, well, God, well, you know, he revealed it to me that it wasn't about being perfect. My push was gripped by fear. My release was gripped by fear. My launch was gripped by fear. My testimony, y'all, was gripped by fear. The root of anxiousness was rooted in fear. And I thought... I thought me feeling like I wasn't capable of reaching a goal because I hadn't spent enough time learning a certain skill like marketing or I wasn't where I wanted to be spiritually. Like I told you all in the last previous episodes that I was inadequate to start at the moment. And the devil will tempt you as he did Jesus and Eve. Because let me tell y'all, the devil funny. Because the devil used the scripture, y'all. And I really want you all to listen as I be transparent about my experience, okay? I want y'all to be, to really tune in and listen, because I'm about to be very transparent about my experience. The scripture that was gripping me in fear was Isaiah 50, verse 4. The Lord God hath given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. He wakeneth morning by morning. He wakeneth mine ear to hear as the, as the learned. So let me tell you how the devil was playing with my mind. So the idea of knowledge and the tongue of the learned was causing me to be anxious about everything, like my podcast, my personal life, when it comes to marketing. And it would just overhaul my thoughts where it caused me to be restless. So my hiatus was my time to breathe, y'all. Like it really was my time to breathe. It was my time to reassess and be quiet, to listen to who was really talking, because God said he gave me a sound mind. He said he gave me a sound mind, but I've been tense these past few weeks and not understanding why I've been so drowsy, why I've been so uneasy about certain things is because the devil will use scripture with a little, you know, a little razzle-dazzle, a little twist to make you doubt what God has already said and placed in you. So I got in my world heavier than normal and I just began to worship. Y'all know I like to worship. I tell y'all worship. Like I told y'all last episode, when you deal with anxiety, worship, Okay. And I began to worship and just be quiet. And he gave me these scriptures, which I like to share to those who may feel like I did. I mean, he does want us to do things in excellency, but I want to take the pressure and mask off and just be real with myself. Like I had to be real with myself. So God showed me that me being anxious was due to my lack of patience in the plan. (laughs) Didn't I tell y'all he was talking? Because he was talking. That's what he told me. He showed me that me being anxious, me being restless was basically due to my lack of patience in the plan. I wanted to microwave a lot of things concerning him because my faith. Now, let me show you. Y'all listening because my faith was so invested in him. And I just believe y'all. I just believe. And I just knew he could and he would move on my behalf. And I just believe, you know, above like. Exceedingly abundantly above all I can ask a thing. That's that's me right there. Boom. I'm asking. You told me to ask. I shall receive. Okay. And me being invested in that. And when things didn't go how I planned, I was impatient. I became anxious. Sometimes our strengths, let me tell you, listen, y'all. Sometimes our strengths can also cripple our growth and wreck havoc on our peace. Let me say that again. Sometimes our strengths can also cripple our growth and wreak havoc on our peace. I mean, my faith and my yes was me being anxious for God to move in my life by a certain time. But God showed me again. 
you know, he, he was talking to me. He showed me again. He said, but let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. He said, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given to him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, meaning no um, instant, gravi- instant gratification, no quick you trying to get it done today, tomorrow. Nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Come on now, but the analogies Bible, come on, scripture. Driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. That's what he was telling me, y'all, my hiatus. And then he said, in your patience, possess ye your soul. So, you know me, y'all. I just had to sit back and take that because I know he was talking to me. And then he said in 2 Corinthians 11 and 3, But I fear, lest by any means... As the serpent beguiled Eve through his through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Let me read that again. But I fear, lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. When I read this verse, that's when the chat over my head, all, you know, them bombarded thoughts. That's when they love. Because really, God gave Adam and Eve the whole garden, y'all. He literally gave them the whole garden and told them, just don't eat of the tree. Just don't eat of the tree. You know how simple that is, y'all? Do you not know how simple that is? Okay. But the serpent came very, very subtly and deceived her. Just as he did with me with the previous scripture about the tongue of the learned. Doing these different things. You got to be perfect. You got to do this. You got to do that. You know what I'm saying? To move. Switching it up, playing with my mind, making me think certain things that ain't of God. And then I began to add my own thoughts and say, yeah, you're right. I should hold off on the podcast because I hadn't finished learning how to properly brand myself. Or, yeah, God hasn't forgotten me. Or, I mean, or, yeah, God has forgotten me because I can't hear him right now. Or, yeah, I shouldn't have did this. So now I have to start from scratch and rebuild my relationship with him. Like, literally, if I felt like I slipped up, it's like, oh, man, I'm back at square one. I was at 10, now I'm at square one. I done got knocked down this much. You know what I'm saying? Because I had all these different scriptures and these different ide- these different perceptions of who God is. And, you know, when you have a God that just loves you, he, like, he just loves you for you. Even when you fall, he has grace, he has mercy, he can pick you up. It's sometimes hard to fathom that type of love, that unconditional love. And I begin to ask myself, why was I overcomplicating God? Why was I overcomplicating the process? Where was my trust? Have I even acknowledged or been grateful for what he's already done in my life? And what he's already done in me and through me? So it led me to mindfulness. It literally led me to mindfulness, y'all. So here are four tips to help you combat anxiety through mindfulness. But first, let's be clear. Let's be very clear. God is already mindful of you. He said that, what is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visited him? For thou has made him a little lower than the angels, okay? And has crowned him with glory and honor. Thou motest him to have dominion over the works of his hands. 
that I was put all things under his feet. Okay, so you see, you see, this is why I love the word because it empowers me. So I'm about to empower you, friend. And through this episode, I want you to relax your jaw, relax yourself, and not to be tense. I want you to allow the words to resonate with you. God told me to tell you his thoughts about you are always good and not evil to give you an expected end. No more restless nights or doubts about if God loves you or if he's listening to you or if he hears your cry because you're on his mind, friend. I just gave you the scripture. You're on his mind. He said, what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visited him? So my first tip is don't ent- don't even entertain unwarranted seeds. I'm going to say that again. Don't entertain unwarranted seeds. Don't give place to the devil. As my own experience, I just shared, and our dear sis Eve, whatever God said, that's what he said. Okay? He said what he said. We don't need to add. We don't need to take away from his promises. We just have to trust in him. Yes, I mean trust. And right before my hiatus, Jesus reminded me in Matthew when he called all the children near him. And he said, verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So then I began to pay attention to children. It's so crazy. So I'm at work. I'm just living my life. I began to pay attention to children. I just began to pay attention to the children's relationships with their parents. And I noticed how selfless they were, how carefree they were, how much trust and love they put into them without even questioning their intentions. And Jesus was saying, Jesus was saying, and those are the ones that will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Basically, he was just showing me that trusting him doesn't require reassurance. Trusting in God doesn't require reassurance. If I trust him, why do I need him to reassure me? That he will do it. That would mean I doubt him. Why was I doubting him, friend? Because I was entertaining unwarranted seeds, opinions, suggestions that wasn't of God or from him. If the seed being planted is reaping doubt, low self-esteem, anxiousness, loneliness, bitterness, it's not of God, friend. It's not. Eve entertaining Satan's seed changed her perception of who God is or what he said, what his word was, his message, his delivery, everything changed the whole perception of it. And then Miss Eve, sis Eve went back and she twisted it up even more. And then she went to Adam and kept planning. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't selfish about it. She was sharing. She went back (laughs) and started planting the same seed. Just kept planting seeds. So your decisions and seeds could also determine someone's fate or destiny. Those seeds that you take in, those seeds that you put in your heart, because the Bible says that it's not what what defiles a man is what's in his heart. So those seeds that you keep entertaining, those unwarranted seeds, basically it can determine someone's fate or destiny. So don't give place to the devil. Don't give place to the devil because when you give him, listen, when you give him an inch, he going to take a mile. He going all the way in. He going all the way in. He going to take, he going he gonna to take his time. He going to work with you and all, but he's going all the way in. He's playing for keeps. Okay. The devil is playing for keeps. So don't give place to the devil. The next tip I want to talk about is basically be still. When I'm anxious, I had to learn to be still. 
Stop trying to run on work, 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 work. I'm going to say it again. Work, work, work. I just need to sit down. Get off social media. Okay? Get off social media if you need to, y'all. Because, I mean, I believe social media just... Every now and then, just take a week off of social media. Maybe two weeks. Some people take months. Okay? Just take, Just get off social media if you need to. And just be still. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Going back to tip one, if you're constantly on go, you're more at risk to take in more unwanted seeds. That's period. If you're always on go, if you don't have time to be still and just rest in what God is doing in your life, but you're so anxious to get the next thing popping, you may forget to be grateful and lift up supplication and thanksgiving to God for what he's already done in your life. From my own experiences, that's something I had to deal with. I'm being honest. It's a safe place, right? <laughs> my podcast is a safe place. Transparency is always best, okay? So from my own experiences, that's something I had to deal with because I wanted everything to be perfect. I found myself to be impatient and ungrateful. And that's my truth. I found myself to be impatient and ungrateful. But through mindfulness, God said, be still and know that I am God. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. He says, fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. So basically, when you go into your quiet place, don't even worry about who's who is prospering or advancing around you. Because Jesus is saying, wait patiently. That feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically, let me give you back the definition, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome, I want you to get into a place to stand your ground, your territory, and just be still. Show God that you can be faithful in what he has given you. Allow God to say, well done, good servant, because you were faithful in the very little things. Let him give you authority over 10 cities, friend. Okay? So ask God to teach you on how you can be silent, make you understand how you may have gone astray from having that mind of Christ or sound mind so that he can bring you back to alignment of where you need to be. So your quiet time, we so worried trying to figure it out. Just ask him. The Bible says that the Holy Ghost will lead you and guide you into all truths. Allow him, give him permission in to come in your life to guide you, to show you and ask God to teach you on how you can be silent. Allow him to make you understand how you may have gone astray from having that mind of Christ so that you can learn your patterns. So that when you see that pattern, you feel like you're going like a down spiral in your life. You can identify and say, no, I'm not going that way. Detour. Hello. I peeped that. I peeped what you try to do, devil. I peeped what you try to do, Satan. Not going for it. Okay. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Get ahead of the game. Be still and stand your ground. Like I said before, be still and stand your ground. Which brings me to my next tip, which is tip number three, y'all. Embody the moment. Okay, these practical steps of mindfulness releases stress and tension. Embodying the moment through mindfulness is being cognitive, aware of what is happening in your life. So if you're if you're anxious, you might not even remember what you wore what someone said, or even notice how your body even feels, okay? I used to, I used working out as an um, as an avenue to embody the moment. 
being able to reassess my breathing, pay attention to my body, pay attention to how I feel and embrace it is mindfulness. Because let me let me give you a definition of mindfulness. Mindfulness means maintaining a moment by moment awareness of our thoughts, feelings, bodily sensations and sur- and surrounding environment through a gentle nurturing lens. You heard I said gentle nurturing lens. When we practice mindfulness, our thoughts tune into what we're sensing in the present moment rather than rehashing the past or imagining the future. So most people use self-care as a state of mindfulness. We all heard about self-care, again, self-care. You know, what you about to do for self-care? What's your self-care day? But when doing self-care, I want to, I want, I really want to ask you to ask yourself, what's my goal? What is my intention behind this self-care routine? Like, I'm going to take a bubble bath with candles and soft music, but what am I intending to gain or release while doing so? As I would do my self-care routine, I just found, I'm going to be honest with y'all, I just found me a nice list on Pinterest and started doing it. You know, um, on Pinterest, they got everything on there. And I just Googled self-care tips, self-care activities, whichever one I felt fit for me, I went with it. Let's go. I went with it. I downloaded it on my phone and I went with it. So I just started doing it and it just became a routine. Like it was a routine for me, but I wasn't really taking care of myself. I was just pampering myself, really. I was just feeling good, living in the moment. Well, I wasn't, I was living in the moment while I was not paying attention to my senses or how I felt, my bodily sensations, all that other stuff. I was not, no, I was not paying attention to that. I could be honest, but I was pampering myself, getting my nails done, spa days with my girlfriends. Yes, we're going to the spa day. I'm going to the spa. Okay. But my mind was still thinking about a situation that happened before. I even walked into the shop, but in the moment of me getting my nails done, I was okay. But as soon as I left, I was anxious again, y'all. When embody the moment, be actively present and release or get what you need for yourself and from God in all of those moments. Mix self-care with worship and tap in. Let me say that again. Mix self-care with worship and tap in because you can be spiritually blessed. Like literally, you could be so spiritually blessed. And I'm not saying spiritually blessed where you are financially fixed or financially stable because some people may think, That's what it is. But I'm saying spiritually blessed as in peace, fulfillment, and more. Spiritually blessed. Spiritually sound. Have a sound mind. You know what's going on. This is your truth. You know your pattern. Spiritually blessed. Basically, you're whole. Walking in the fullness of God. That's what I'm talking about. Spiritually blessed. That's what we're going to aspire to. And that's what we're going to get. Okay? So my last step is to breathe. Breathe, friend. Whatever you need, the Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still and breathe. (laughs) Seriously, I really want y'all to breathe. Right now, matter of fact, I want you to stop what you're doing. Take 10 seconds and just breathe. Inhale and exhale. That's what I want y'all to do. I want y'all to breathe. Relax your jaw. Relax your body. Pay attention. That's what mindfulness is. Paying attention to your body so you know when you're tense. Even when you're driving, you know when you're driving, you gripping your steering wheel and your hands start hurting. I don't know about y'all, but I don't know. When I grip my steering wheel, my hands be so tight and tense. I'm like, okay, Leah, you need to relax. <laughs> relax. That's mindfulness. Paying attention to your body. So while practicing mindfulness, please just don't forget to breathe. 
to relax yourself. And you know what I'm going to do, friend? I'm going to give y'all, I'm going to add a 10-minute meditation in the description that I believe will help you with breathing and relaxing so that you won't be tense because posture matters, not only in our personal life, but it also matters to God. Breathing helps release stress and anxiousness. You know why? Because you are actively present and paying attention to your now. You're paying attention right now. While you trust God to provide for you today, breathe and release at the end of your day to reassure yourself that it's already done. That's all you are. I felt that. I want you to I want you all. While you trust God to provide for you today, breathe and release at the end of your day to reassure yourself that it's already done. While you breathe in, inhale and exhale, it's done. <laughs> in inhale, exhale. Amen. Inhale, exhale, worship. That's what I want you all to do. I want you to maximize your days. Focus on what you can accomplish today because the simplicity of who God is and his process is that if you trust, work, and have faith, you will live a fulfilled life. It's that simple. The process is trust, work, have faith. Three steps right there. Trust, work, and have faith. That whole process, when it's in motion, you will live a fulfilled life. Do what you can today. Don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will take care of itself. Jesus said, take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment? Again, friend, he said, take therefore no thought for tomorrow. For tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Okay? You ain't got to worry about tomorrow. Because like what I said before, you trust him. Like kids, how they trust their parents, they're not worried about, listen, when I was a child, I ain't worried about my light, the light bill being off. <laughs> what? What? Did I, I didn't come home from school thinking, I didn't even have a thought. Look, that's how that's how trust in God is. That's why I love the analogy of the child and why I thought it was so, it was just so cool. And I also kind of thought it was kind of funny. You know, God has a sense of humor. So when he was showing me the analogy of the child, he was really showing me how to trust, how they're so selfless. Your child doesn't even think, you know what I'm saying? When, he, when you tell your child he loves you, he don't second guess it. A child? No, all the way. <laughs> Believes it all the way. When you tell your child, I'm going to take you to the football game, a basketball game, or I'm about to buy you a toy, they believe in that. They believe. They don't second. They don't doubt it at all. They don't doubt it at all. They don't doubt it at all. They know that you're going to, they, they, not even, they don't even know, but they just believe. <laughs> they have faith in you. They're selfless. So God was just showing me, take no thought of tomorrow. Like I was saying before, when I was a child, I didn't think about, um, Food, what, what, what I was going to eat tomorrow, I didn't know it was going to be provided. That wasn't even a thought. That wasn't even something I worried about. What about clothes, a roof over my head? It's because I just knew when I was a child, my parents were going to take care of me. And that's what God is saying. Your heavenly father, the Lord is saying, take no thought of tomorrow. Let tomorrow take thought for the things of itself. That's mo- that is mindfulness. Being in the present moment. So I want y'all to breathe because the effect of righteousness, the process that I just talked about, will be peace. And the results of righteousness is quietness and trust forever. Okay, let me say that again, because the effect of righteousness, which is the process, will be peace. 
We all know the process, right? Okay. It will be peace. And the results of righteousness is quietness and trust forever. So those are all my tips, y'all. Well, all my tips. And that was a that was really good. That was juicy. We got into some things and we got up out of here, okay? We really work. I mean, my hiatus was amazing to me. But God just revealed, he, he revealed that to me. And now I'm sharing it to you. It really just really lift a load off my shoulder. The chatter out of my head. It allowed me to identify who's talking, who's not talking. Because I was quiet. I was re- I was in my word. So I understood who, when you, like I tell everyone, when I tell, well, I tell you all on the podcast, all my friends, read your word so you can identify who is talking? Is it the devil talking? Is it negative? Like, what is it? Because God said all his thoughts about you are good and not of evil. So overhauling thoughts, negative thoughts that come into your mind, that's not of God. Because he said he gives all of us a sound mind. So I hope this episode has blessed you just as much as the hiatus did for me. If you are anxious, I want you to try these steps. I want you to try these tips, okay? If you want, you can DM me and share the process with me. If not, friend, that's fine too. But let these tips resonate in you, okay? Let it resonate. And check out the link I'm going to add in the description about the breathing techniques, okay, that you can take. And I want you to combat anxiety because peace and trust in God is your portion. But, you know, I love you all. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share with some friends. And I'll see you next episode.